And good morning. You're waking up to the vibe. <laughs> In case you didn't know. Good morning, Bob, Michelle, Sherry. Sherry, I have to ask you a question. How do you get into this room before me? Every show. <laughs> you beat me to it. Every show. I click that button and boom, there you are. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Julie. Welcome to the program. Jimmy's in the house. Jimmy Orpello. Good morning. It's good to see you here this morning. We have a fun show. Good morning, my good friend, Diane Solicito Campos. How are you? It's good to see you here. I am I am excited, as I always am. But, yeah, today we're going to have some fun. And uh, I'm going to get right into it because I have a, a couple of guys hanging out in the waiting room uh, just waiting for me. So, But before I go there, I just want to thank everybody for, for uh, watching the show. I want to thank Corey Poirier from Prince Edward, Canada, for joining me on the show on Wednesday. What a fantastic show that was and for uh, jenny lee toner for joining me on monday and if you have a pet a dog a cat it doesn't matter but you're going to want to tune in to monday's show i'll tell you more about that later but pet lovers beware do you really love your pet <laughs> we're going to talk about that on monday uh my friend marcy's going to be on the show on monday so make sure you stick around uh she's a veterinarian out of uh connecticut and we're going to have some fun there. So today, let me tell you, hold on, let's do this. I'm going to do this. Let's do this, this, and this. Let's get Jason in here. I see he's fixing his hair. <laughs> and waking up to the vibe with us nice and early this morning. Look at these good looking guys. They're ready to rock and roll. I'll give you a real quick introduction here to promote the album Looking Glass. Jason Adamo and Doug Castine, songwriters, performers, sound engineers. What else? <laughs> we do it all. We play guitar. We write songs. We put gold records up on the wall. That's what we do here. <laughs> Welcome to the program, guys. Good morning, to have Joe. you back. Good morning. Yeah, great, great to be back, man. Thanks for having us back. I, I have to tell you, I'm super excited for a couple of reasons here. One the return of Jason and Doug is pretty epic, but I'm, I'm really Jason. I'm really missing the birds in the background. I can go outside if you want. It's too hot. No. And Doug, if you will, can you just show? Yeah, there you go. Oh, beautiful. Doug, can you just show our viewing audience that beautiful coffee cup? Like this guy, you're like a turbo coffee drink. You're like a coffee drinker on stairs. No, where's that thing you just showed me a Fresh minute press. ago? Oh, it's my French press in case I need oh, yeah. a refill. Where'd, <laughs> where'd you get that, Doug? Where'd you get that? Uh, Amazon. But Show the, that again. The, I want to let me see that again. Let me see that French press. Lisa and I got that for you, dude. Right? Oh, you did. Well, we got you. <laughs> no, one. no, you got me a different one. It was the, it was uh, the Italian one. Um, <laughs> the, that you got me. What's the difference between that one and the Italian oh, one? I'm going to show my ignorance, but it's that that um, it makes. It's more like a espresso that it makes. It's oh, pretty yeah. intense. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's awesome though. That's a. That's so will a you, will you drink all that coffee like by eight o'clock? No. <laughs> no, I I will. My son will wake up and he'll drink the rest of it. But oh, there you go. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're sharing it. I gotta say this mug. It's my sister made this for me. It says a a scream a yawn is a silent scream for coffee. Oh, there you go. I like that. She yeah. she hand painted that, huh? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, an artist. Nice, yeah. nice. 
Well, listen, it's good to have you guys back. I know you've both been busy. I mean, thanks to Facebook, we can keep up on each other, right? And uh, you guys have managed to get out there and, and put on a couple performances. Uh, I, but I did watch one that it was super cool, and I think it might have even been a rehearsal in somebody's backyard, or oh, was yeah. that a gig? Was that a gig, or was that a rehearsal? In, um, in, our, in our buddy Taylor King's backyard, uh, he was kind enough to let us rehearse in his backyard because we had nowhere... I wanted to. I didn't want to rehearse inside. I wanted to rehearse outside for a live stream that we were doing at Emerge, which is a music venue here in Raleigh. Yes, and I watched it. Very good. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, man. Um, that was a lot of fun with the full band. But we just, uh, you know, it's been so long since, at that point, since Doug and I had even played a show, let alone the whole, the whole band. So we were like, we need to rehearse, especially a couple of these new songs off of Looking Glass. So our buddy Taylor came in through the in the clutch and let us rehearse in his backyard. Uh, even knocked back a few beers. It was a good time. We live streamed it. Yes, it was fun. You, you know, cold beer is a good match with a good rehearsal. <laughs> it's <laughs> solid. It's, it's solid. pretty solid, right? It's also, solid. also warm Jameson as well. And warm, warm Jameson. Room you know, temperature I, Jameson. We so sometime when we're off the air, I'll share my Jameson story with you. Okay. I almost want to share it right now, but I might lose I might lose the limited viewers that I already have. And I, <laughs> but but I'm going to remember to tell tell it to you someday because it's a it's a pretty classic story. I will I will just to give you a, a a synopsis of it. My son gave me a bottle of Jameson for my birthday, so I said, you know, it's like four in the afternoon. I says, well, we might as well have one now, right? So we had we had a little cocktail together, and then another and another. And then we went out to see a few bands that night. And then nice. the, the part I'm going to leave people in suspense, and I'm going to tell you guys later, <laughs> what happened when we got home? Oh, boy. <laughs> All I'm going to say is the police were called, and I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's better than our Jameson stories. <laughs> luckily, so, luckily, ours have never involved the, the police yet. But not yet. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're still young. You still have time. Put it on your bucket list. <laughs> have you ever been arrested, either of you? <laughs> no, not yet. Not for this I've show. Got, no, no. Not, not for this show. No, absolutely I, not. Actually, I bragged to my parents about that when they were still alive that I'd never been arrested. So they should be pretty proud. That, yeah. That's funny. They never had to bail me out of jail. That's a great... It's pretty boring. It's just a bunch of speeding tickets for me. <laughs> they're still in your glove box <laughs> you know you gotta love when like one of your opening questions on a on a radio show is so have you guys ever been arrested <laughs> what if we had said yes that would make that would make for a much more interesting show <laughs> it, it would have been the whole show because i'd want to hear the entire story okay <laughs> oh my gosh so so we're gonna we're gonna promote um your album today, your CD, uh, which is called Looking Glass. I've been playing it. I've been listening to it. Absolutely love it. Uh, can you show us a picture of the CD cover so people know what they're buying? When they... <laughs> so, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> there you go. That is the cover of the CD. This is the new way of promoting the album. I love this it. This is the only thing I had that was clean. And your, and your, <laughs> guest, your guest last Friday drew that. Well, yeah. I, I was going to say that. Yes, yeah. George Hodge uh, from yes. Jack the Radio mm -hmm. uh, did a lot of amazing album covers. Wow. And uh, uh, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic job. So that is the artwork of the CD, folks, when you go out and you buy this thing. 
Yep, you can get, go to jasonadamo.com, get one of these. Jasonadamo.com. The most, comfor- most comfortable shirt I've ever had, I've ever put out there for the band, by far. Is it really? Yeah. And it's and it's the only clean one you have. I agree. <laughs> it is comfortable. That was that was a fib. It is not the only clean one I had, but uh, this is how I promote stuff. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I think that you're a model because you're not just a songwriter and, and performer. You're a model. There you go. I do it all, folks. <laughs> it's pretty interesting because the last time I had you on the show, you didn't have hair and I didn't have a beard. <laughs> and Doug still has his coffee. <laughs> it's still the same cup. Same same cup. Yeah, I have one cup of Doug, coffee. Doug, you need to do a uh, Coffee Quest picture. Um, I will. I will. Well, I forgot who it was. I, I you know, and I want to tell our listening audience because many of them have commented and, and they ask me all the time. They go, Joe, where do you find these amazing musicians? And and a good portion of uh, you know, Pat McGee, Matt O'Ree, Matt Santry, um, George Hodge, and I'm probably forgetting a few in there, but but they came uh, from Keaton. your referrals. Uh, Keaton Simons, uh, Simon. Uh, you got one in the works for Gareth Asher, right? Yeah. So, man, what a screw up on my part. I interviewed Gareth, mm-hmm. and at the end of the in- fantastic interview, great guy, great songwriter. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. At the end of the interview, I had this the button clicked audio only, uh, so I have no video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I was going to play the interview and you know, like have a picture of him up there, and then I called him up and I said, "Man, I screwed up. I forgot to record the video. I, I accidentally didn't hit the button, and uh, we, we decided we're just going to do it over." Well, it's officially yeah. a, a podcast now. That, that it is a podcast, podcast. but yeah. I didn't want anybody to know who he was until I told them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Gareth, Gareth is awesome, man. He's, he's yeah. a good dude. A yeah, super talent. cool guy, too. It was pretty funny because in the interview, uh, he, we started outside, and the bird, this one bird was chirping so bad. I'm not making this that's up. My, that's my thing, I man. said, I said, you can't be outside with birds. That's Jason's gig. <laughs> the bird was so loud. It was so disruptive. I had to ask him to go inside, so he went inside with the camera, and it was like the interview. We were, like, taking a tour of his house. It was pretty cool. It was funny. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so we're going to do a couple of things here. We're going to play a song called New Beginning, off okay. of the album Looking Glass, because I want to make sure that our viewing audience, you know, gets a, a nice dose of music. But then I've got a, a, a ton of questions I want to ask you. And then we have a ton of questions we're going to ask the listening audience because I want to get some of their answers uh, to these questions. And what I'm really doing is I'm framing and setting up the weekend. Okay. So, so I'm going to get our viewing audience, yourselves, myself. We're going to get so fired up for this weekend, regardless of whatever what anybody has going on. I want to make sure they go into it with good music and with good thoughts and a good mindset. Okay, so why don't we do this? Let Let's play this song, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk. But I'm I'm anxious myself to hear this song. Uh, okay. It's new beginning. It's off the CD, Looking Glass. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this song, if you will, and uh, kind of sure. kind of set it up. Um, real qu- a real quick setup is uh, the pr- producer Mark McKee, who we talked about in the last um, "Wake Up to the Vibe" with you. He's a really good friend of ours for ten years plus now, and um, he produced the last two records. This was the first time Mark and I got together as songwriters to collaborate. Uh, this was the second song we wrote together in a songwriting session the day before we hit the studio. Actually, so I had. I had some song ideas 
brought to the table, but he kind of helped put them together and polish them up before we went to the studio to start cutting them. The other one was Take Care of You, which was the single. And this was uh, the second song Mark McKee and I wrote together called New Beginning, which start, started off by Doug's guitar riff, which I love so much. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed, uh, Doug, man, I, I know you definitely play your guitar because your the neck of your guitar looks like it's like worn right out. <laughs> it's like there's absolutely no finish <laughs> on it. The frets are filed down. I'm looking at this. I'm like, yeah, he's definitely played that thing. <laughs> So, but now I got to ask you because I'm listening to the to the words to the song. Is this um, the the song is kind of I'm playing two songs of yours today that are really fitting for today's time. New new beginnings. Like, you know, we could look at this. What's going on in the world? I mean, it's it's just a it's a hot mess. But we could look at it like some people think it's the end. <laughs> it's not the end, man. Right. I actually look at it as like it's a new beginning. It's it's a chance to. Just, just figure all this stuff out and change our messaging and, and change our policies and, and right. change the way we do things, at least for us anyway. I don't know if all the politicians will agree with that. Uh, but mm. but this, there, there is a new beginning here if we look at it that way. Yeah, definitely. The song, um, you know, obviously we wrote this way before we knew COVID-19 was coming. <clears throat> um, this is actually about my, my journey to meet Lisa, my wife. Um, and as we talked previously, I was, uh, previously married and went through a lot of other stuff to get to where I was to the point where I met Lisa. So when I met Lisa, it was like, boom, like, a, like the lyric says, a time bomb was ticking, met her and everything exploded. And, you know, now married with a beautiful little, almost two year old daughter. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, well done, beginning. sir. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Doug, I, I I know you were quoted as saying this CD is Jason's love letter to his family. Yeah, it is. It I is. Love that. I, yeah, I do too. It feels it, it's it, every 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 album that we do. It it really comes from what's going on in our lives at that time. You know, like the we've talked about the first record was all about divorce and everything and how, us coping with with that. Mm-hmm. And then um, it, it's it's and that's what this record is about. I mean, it's it's what Jason's been going through. And as Jason's friend, I just am thrilled to be able to help get that out for people to hear. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and support that. Yeah, and you're, you're killing it on the guitar on this on this song too, man. Thank it's, you. Thank uh, you. Let's go play the song. We'll come right back. You're waking up to the vibe. I've got uh, Jason Adamo. Doug Castine here on the show, and this is called New Beginning on their album. Got a story about got a story about this guitar part after the song. Okay, good. We'll we'll get right to it. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hold on, what happened here? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's going on? Here we go.
You you can't make this stuff up. Hold on a second. You can't make this up. You're waking up to the vibe. It doesn't get any more live than this. Hold on. <laughs> and I know I clicked that button. I got to reboot this thing. Hold hey, on. That's the magic of doing things live, man. What's that? What happened here? I clicked the thing, you know. You can't make this stuff up. Oh, wait. Now it's going. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> It's a typical, uh, Jason you know, <laughs> seriously, I've been like smooth fault. sailing, right? Not it's your fault, man. <laughs> Hold on. Minute. We're going to try Hold this on. again. That was really weird. I hope it doesn't we'll happen help. again. Um, new beginning, food audio. We're going to try this I'm gonna again. I'm going to do my coffee quest picture while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold on. All right. There you go. Do go ahead. This is, uh, that's your coffee quest shot. All right. <laughs> I'll One more time. This is new beginning. We're going to go to the beginning. And hopefully we have audio this time. How's this? Is there any audio out there? You got it. Yep. Just one minute, I was making my way to you, into 
funny with finding you just been you were looking to be found. And you're waking up to the vibe. It's a new beginning off the CD, Looking Glass. And Jason Adamo and Doug Castine here on the show with me. Man, that's a, that's got some great, great rhythm to it. I'm loving it. Wakes you right up. Thanks, Good job. Man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, the, now, the story Doug, about that guitar part. Go, no, go ahead. I was going to ask. Okay. Uh, Doug was saying something earlier about the production because you guys had to put that together because the CD oh, yeah. came out when COVID hit, right? Right, right. Go ahead, Doug. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, oh, the editing. My son uh, edited that video. He's been doing a lot of uh, quarantine videos for people. Um, he's a he's a film student uh, at UNC now over at UNCG, and so it's cool because it gives he and I a chance to work on things together. But if you need any uh, COVID videos edited, <laughs> I got your guy. He works cheap. <laughs> I like I like what he did with the cloning part, where he had Jason playing guitar for that Jason. Was, that was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, freaky, isn't it? He's super talented. He actually edited the middle of a dream video too, which which is the song we're playing next. And I have yeah. to tell you, so Doug, your son did the the production on the the video on on uh, middle of a dream. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is fan fantastic fantastic thank you i'm gonna be honest with you i actually the first time i watched it i cried i cried Mm -hmm. it just isn't it amazing how a visual can can change a song or or bring it to life doesn't change the song it it just brings it to life you know what i mean definitely he did a great job with that too he really did. You know what? Let let's go. Let's go right into that. I'm I'm kind of feeling it, and this is all freestyle. So so middle middle of a dream. Okay, tell me about the song, and and I, our viewers are gonna love this because you you wrote this a while ago. This wasn't written during COVID and protesting, right? No, this well, um, the black Black Lives Matter movement was very much alive when I wrote it, um, and it was a couple of years ago on Martin Luther King Day. And I have enormous respect for Martin Luther King and what, who he was and what he did. And I wanted to try to write something about him and kind of just stream of consciousness kind of wrote this song um, about him. And then it, when we, we put it out, you know, um, shortly thereafter, George Floyd was murdered and all these protests started happening. And uh, we, that's when I asked Ben to put together this video for it to kind of mesh together footage news archival footage of uh the protests in the 60s up until now so uh it's just it's basically uh, looking for hope around us in a very 
you know, very crazy world that we live in. Um, and based on people are, you know, coming together, just like Martin Luther King brought people together to protest peacefully back in the 60s. People are doing that all over again, and it's kind of a fitting song for the, for the moments we're living in right now. Yeah, well said, and a great setup. I'm going to play, uh, normally we'll talk a lot more between songs, but let's play this song because it really has so much meaning. And then we're going to come back and we're going to start rifling off some questions and, and getting to know you guys a little bit better, but we're also going to get to know our audience a little bit better, and I'll explain that after. This is middle of a dream. Cool. And I'm going to, you know, the only one I'm going to do this time, I'm going to play it so they can hear it. <laughs> hey, sure. Whatever I mean, works, what, a, what a concept. It's kind of what we do, man. <laughs> Here we go. This is called Middle of a Dream. Jason Adamo Band. Now it's up to us to heed their call. It's up to us to fix it all. There's something wrong with the world today. Said there's something wrong with the world today. But there is a hope that can be found. If you take a look around you now, by some awfully large shoes to fill. By great men struck down in the middle of Tell me now, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? There needs to be a change to be. The way we treat one another, we are not enemies. We are sisters and we are brothers, all playing for the same team, living for the same dream. Something wrong with the world today, there's so many things wrong with the world today, but there is a hope that can be found. If you take a look around you now, by some awfully large shoes to fill, like struck down in the middle of a dream tell me now what does it all mean what does it all mean is there any justice in the world injustice in the world what does it all mean Justice in the world. There is a hope I can't be found if you take a look around you now. By some awfully large shoes to fill That great man struck down In the middle of a dream Tell me now What does it all mean? What does it all mean? 
You're waking up to the vibe, middle of a dream. And that is Jason Adamo and Doug Castine on the show with me today. Loving it, man. Loving it. That is just just, just awesome stuff, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. You guys are so good at what you do. You're so good at it. Man. Appreciate that a lot. Man. <laughs> um, you know, Ben. Ben's that video really is pretty does. moving. I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's footage chosen by Ben Castine. That's. You know, I was, it was really moving to see that again. I haven't seen it since he really, since we put it out. Yeah. Kudos to Ben. You said he's in college for film, Doug? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh huh. Good good job, man. Good job there. So, so this is the part where I'm going to just start ripping off some questions. And, and this is weird. Like years ago, I used to disc jockey weddings for like 13 years. And I got out of the business. And to this day, this is really weird. I don't know if this happens to you guys. I still have this weird dream that I'm late for the wedding or I don't have the bride and groom's first song or, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I don't have speakers for the gig. Like, And last night I had this dream that I was late for a gig because I was looking for speakers and I was calling all my friends. I'm like, I don't have speakers to do this gig. Like. Have you, does that happen to you? I was I woke up this morning. I go. I wonder if that happened to Jason and Doug. Oh my god! Oh, I just I've had a had terrible it. dream the other night. Go ahead, Doug. Oh no! I, I want to hear your terrible dream, but I, I've definitely had <laughs> dreams like that. Yeah, where you and, and nothing goes right. You can't find anything, and you know, and there's floods coming and all kinds of disasters. Well, it's crazy. Doug Doug knows me very well um, when it comes to playing a gig, and and when I'm not playing a gig, I'm try to be super chill but before a gig uh sometimes i get very anxious and very like you know it just i want i want everything to go as as perfectly as possible and sometimes those that anxiety comes into my dreams <laughs> like the other night we were in my dream we were playing this big show um and nothing was going right like none of the none of the songs were working my guitar stopped working and all this stuff so it's uh, definitely that's that's the stress of my life is playing the shows definitely it it's cra- it's crazy how that works well i got to tell you a quick story too we were playing at the viper room in la and they have a curtain and literally 5 seconds before the curtain goes up jason and fabio are screaming at each other cuz something wasn't <laughs> going right and the curtain goes up and boom the stage face comes on but literally <laughs> Fabio and, I, Fabio and I had a lot of those instances. I love him, love him to death, but it's one of my favorite some, memories. We butt heads a lot. He was our harmonica player who uh, was from Italy and moved back to Italy a few yeah. years ago. Well, of course, he's from Italy. His name's Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> he's you, a great guy. You ever, you ever get tired? And for our listening audience, Fabio. Pay, pay attention to this question, our listening audience. When you go out and you see a band live, you guys ever get anybody yelling "Freebird"? <laughs> So. I usually play Werewolves of London when they do that. 
Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the same chords. I always say, I always say this next song is called "Stairway to Freebird," <laughs> and then we don't play, we don't play that song. <laughs> Why? It's the strangest thing. It's the strangest thing. So my, um, my, my joke was like, I think that Saturday Night Live should come up with a sketch about the first guy who yelled "Freebird" at a concert. And what a momentous occasion that was, and how it caught on, <laughs> caught on like wildfire. And now it's t- to this day, everybody, no, everybody. One, guy, one guy in the audience is like, I'm gonna, this next song, I want to yell out Freebird Watch. This is gonna be it needs to be Will Ferrell, too. <laughs> no, seriously, how hilarious would that be? I, I just, I could never quite understand it. I mean, to this day, people do it, and it's the strangest thing. It's a good song. I want to ask you this, Doug, because I'm going to I want to tell a quick story afterwards. Have you ever showed up at a gig and forgot something that you really needed to perform? So you had to create a hack. I can answer that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, you forget your pedal board. Definitely done that, which actually sometimes it's good because, you know, you rely on all those things that make your guitar sound cool. Right. And, and then they come sort of like a crutch. So the times I've showed up without my pedal board, in a way, it's been sort of a mixed blessing because then I was like, oh, I have to really play now. You know, um, you have to play differently. Um, so that's definitely happened. And I don't know. I play with drummers who forgot their cymbals before, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's kind of odd, right? <laughs> yeah. He had to play the whole set with his with the. Uh, um, tambourine taped to his um, hi hat, but he pulled it off. People were just going, "You guys sound great, but it just doesn't sound <laughs> quite right." They, they, I can't it. figure it's it like... out. It's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> and he was one of the best drummers in Baltimore too. I mean, literally, and he, he and he forgot his stuff, but That's he funny. made it work. <laughs> I was. I want to share this with you quick. I was doing a show. It's called Proctor's Theater back home, and it's it's maybe a twenty two hundred seat place. And it it was you know it's like our first time and my only time playing a, a stage of that magnitude. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous theater. And you know, I was a single dad, and my son at the time he was like eight years old. And I go, come on, Dominic, I got to get to this gig. I can't be late. You know, I'm bringing my son with me. And he's like, hold on, dad. And he's up in his bedroom and I'm I'm yelling at him. I'm like, come on, I'm going to be late. You're going to make me late. Get that. Dad, hold on. I'm looking for my book bag. Who needs, you don't need a book bag. Come on. And now, now at this point, I'm like, get in the car. You know, I'm like flipping out. <laughs> I'm going to be late for like the most important gig of my life. And we get there, we get all set up. You know, they got the house sound guy, the house light guy and the stage manager, the whole nine yards. And and I'm I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. It's not funny. So when it comes time to play, I go to grab a, a guitar pick and I don't have one. And so I said to the other guitar player, I'm like, dude, you got an extra pick? He's like, no. I'm like, you only have one pick? Well, I have none. I have none, you know? So I'm like, oh my gosh, man. I'm like, what am I going to do? I have a pick. I got to have a pick for this. Right? My son goes, dad, hold on. And he empties out his book bag on the stage. And he's got about 20 picks in the in the book bag, right? Here I'm yelling at him for going looking for his book bag. <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm like sweating like crazy. Like literally, when I play, I just pour sweat. My son comes over, he's got a rag. <laughs> oh, he got a dish towel because he knows how I sweat. I'm like, I will never yell at that kid again. <laughs> he got the book bag. He was like my he was like my roadie. He had everything I needed. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> hilarious. 
The, the, yeah. Well, you always bring two of everything. Uh, Jason knows I do this now. I, oh, yeah. I bring, I have two of everything. I have at least two guitars. I, I, have, I can't even walk out of the house anytime during the day without a pick in my pocket. It's just like a, like a security yeah. thing, right? Even though I'm not going to play guitar, right? And, and mm. you always bring two of everything, two chords, you never know when you play guitar, though. There can always a guitar can always show up. <laughs> That's right. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> I don't know why I do it. I will not walk out of the house without a pick in my pocket. But then he leaves all these picks on the stage every everywhere we play. Like, dude. Yeah, dude, they don't last very like, long. It's like brand new pick. He's like, nah, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> well, picks, picks are one of those things. Like they show up in the washer machine, and I can never find one when I need one. But when I when I don't have a guitar, they're everywhere. I don't well, well, my the guy came to work on my dryer, and and he comes out after he's working out for a little bit. And he comes out and he goes, and he has a handful of picks. It's, it was literally thirty eight <laughs> guitar picks. He came out of dryer. He's like, do you play guitar? <laughs> No, yeah. I have I very observed. <laughs> I just collect picks. No, but I'm, I'm going to start. Do Do either of you have uh, a pen and paper near you, nearby? I can get one. Grab Grab a pen and paper, real quick, real quick. And our listening audience, okay? I really, really want you to chime in on this. Now, I'm asking you guys uh, to chime in your answers into the chat room, okay? Because I'm curious to see, this is something I was, I was reading the other day and how a color can represent something and somebody and how a brand can be built off of a single color. So, so I'm just curious if that, in fact, is true. So, so I'm going to ask um, Jason. Now, you guys... You, you guys are going to be the first ones to win a Wake Up to the Vibe t-shirt, even though I'm sending them back because I'm not happy with the print <laughs> job. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you get one that's worthy of wearing. Um, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask Jason a question. Doug, you're going to write down the answer. Okay? So, Jason, we'll just give him a quick second to write it's like it down. It's like the newlywed show. It's, yeah. <laughs> You're a lovely couple. Right. So, so, so Jason, I want to just see if color can actually brand a person or a thing, okay? okay? Because I read this article, The Psychological Effects of Color, and I want to see if it's true. So, Doug, get ready to write down, and, and Jason, we're only going to give him three seconds. But when I say the color purple, Jason, you're going to tell me the first musician that comes to mind, and, Doug, you're going to write it down. And I want to see if you guys get the same answer. I mean, that's an easy one, Joe. Well, 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 let's see. Let's see. Because I want my listening audience to chime in on this as well. I want them to type the answer. And there's like a one-minute latency before they even hear what we're saying. So I want to give them a chance okay, okay. Uh, to get it right. So, so Doug, what's the color? Or Jason, give us the answer. Right now? Yeah. Okay, Prince. Doug, what'd you write down? Oprah. No. But you, that was before you said musician. Now, did you uh, seriously write down Oprah? Well, I didn't write it down, but that was that's the first thing I thought of. You know. All right, so you didn't win on that one. Oh my no, gosh, I, I can't believe. Every, I think time. everybody might have said Prince, right? Doug goes. By the way, Oprah. I'm colorblind too. Just so you know, it'll make you that serious? interesting. Yeah, Doug's really colorblind. There's a, there's a song called Colorblind on one of our records. Yeah. Are you serious? Wrong question for you guys. Oh my gosh. No, that's okay. All I'm right. not completely colorblind. Just a little can bit. you tell the difference between black and white? Yes. All right. All right. Doug, mm -hmm. musician, the color black. 
All right. All right. Let's see what our, our viewing audience, the color black. Doug, give me a musician that represents the color black. I'm going to give you two answers. The first one is what I think, which is I, I first thought of as ACDC, you know, back in black, right? I know okay. it's not a musician. Okay. And that I'm going to say, Jason will say Pearl Jam. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't have either of those. Jason. I didn't have, I didn't have? have either of those. <laughs> who do you have? I have two. Ozzy. That's, that's what I had. Johnny Cash. <laughs> isn't that, yeah, isn't that yeah. interesting, right? Right. I don't know why I went so, to Ozzy, but. <laughs> All right. So, Doug. Mm -hmm. sometimes a lyric can last a lifetime, right? Right. So I want to see, so far you guys, you didn't get the first two right. <laughs> you got them right with me, but I was hoping you'd get them right with we, each other. We are only met 10 other. years ago. So, we are so, for each so other. So this one is, all right, Doug, this one is for you. It's pretty easy, man. You're going to nail this. I'm nervous. Ooh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? Right. Uh, yeah, you want my, the band, uh, Leonard Skinner? There you go. All right, we got a winner on this one. <laughs> by the way, I have the Street Survivors album with the flames on it, by the way. I have the Street Survivors album with the flames on it, signed by the entire band. Now oh, you wow. Very cool. Not to, not to up <laughs> you one on that, but I'm gonna, I got to show it to you someday. I met them up in Glens Falls, uh, New York, yeah, and, I, met, and I had that album. Yeah. Very, yeah, it's very cool, man. And it, yeah. and it got water damage on it too, which is unfortunate. But um, mine, mine um all right. So let's see. This one's a tough one. Okay. Yeah. So far, our viewing audience is getting it right. Uh, a lot of them, anyway. So this is the last one, and then we're gonna we're gonna do something else. Um, the number one live album in the seventies. Oh, this is. You want me to write it down? Yeah, write it down. I want to see if we're all on the same page. Number I one this album too, signed by the artist. And I Do know you really? this, I know this because I of Doug, actually. <laughs> Is that <laughs> yeah. all right? So Doug, what do you have? Frampton comes alive. Jason. Love it. Winners, winners. You guys got yourself a couple t-shirts. I love it. Just give me a round of applause, too. <laughs> Thank God we got one. Frampton comes alive. Still one of the greatest live albums ever. Ever, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I From didn't, I didn't know that drives. fact until Doug told me that, and he told me that he had it signed as well. Uh, no kidding. Where where were you when you had it signed? Um, like Borders Bookstore. He was doing a tour, uh, you know, twelve years how's ago he, or something. How's he doing, by the way? He was, he's he, had, he stopped touring, um, but I, you know, if you follow him on Instagram, you can see what he's, he's up to. Yeah, he's ill right now. I know. No, yeah, but I mean, he he seems fine. I you know I think it's just going to be a progressive disease with him, and he wanted to go out while he was still performing at yeah. his top. Yeah, I and caught him. You know, here in you know our friend, you know our friend Eric Stewart is good friends with him. Mm -hmm. Remember, remember Eric from Nashville? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, voice of just Pokemon. yesterday, I actually with my first concert in Raleigh when I moved here last year. It'll be a year next week. When I moved here last year, it was my first show. I saw him at the uh, the. What's the name of the the pavilion with the outdoors? Uh, uh, Walnut Creek. Walnut Creek. It was fantastic. Oh my gosh, he was great. Yeah. But but I, I watched an interview yesterday with him with Howard Stern, mm -hmm. and I didn't realize he grew up with David Bowie. Frampton's father was David Bowie's teacher in high school. Oh wow! And oh, they and I they yeah, they grew up together. They wrote songs together, and then they hung out together. And uh, 
Howard Stern asked them, you know, what did you think when Bowie started, like, you know, cross-dressing and doing all this crazy stuff? And uh, <laughs> Frampton was like, that didn't phase me. He would leave school on a Friday and come back Monday with no eyebrows. That's <laughs> 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 that's Bowie, you know what I mean? But I, think, didn't Bowie actually put Frampton on his tour one time, too? Well, I know he played on a couple of his albums as well. Yeah, yeah I think he toured with them, too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting that Frampton's father was Bowie's uh, teacher. I think it was art teacher or something. I'm not positive on that. But uh, wow, so, so I'm going to ask some questions here that uh, that the audience, okay, and, and we're kind of setting up our weekend here, and and uh, I want our audience to type in their answers. I'm going to review all these answers later because I think this is some good stuff. So I'm going to start with uh, Jason on this one here. What is the number one thing? And I want our viewing audience to type their answers in as well. What is the number one thing in your house, not a human, that you are most grateful for? Not a human. Hmm. Do we answer now? Yeah. <laughs> well, next week, I'll have you on again. Can you type your answer in, please? <laughs> mine's, mine's sad, but uh, we, we, we just lost two dogs this year. Um, we, we still have one left. We have, we used to have three dogs. Now we have one left. Very okay. grateful for, I mean, not human. So there you go. Very yeah. grateful for our, our fur babies. Love it. Love it. Doug. Um, I have a picture of my mom in nursing school. Um, and I, I, I just love that picture. I look at it every day. She's an amazing woman. So awesome. Awesome. I have a glass apple on my fireplace mantle that I, I received the entrepreneur of the year award years and years ago from my friend carol constantino and uh it, it was in memory of her husband who was an entrepreneur back home and uh i look at that glass apple it, it goes like i've moved from house to house i pack that glass apple like nothing else could and it always the first thing to come out of the box and go on the table you're on the mantle you know uh, awesome. but i see some of our some of our folks here uh thankful you know thankful for for the music in their house the, the drums in their house i love this stuff all right so who is this is an easy one easy one i'll start with you doug on this one the number one person in your life that you're most grateful for well i it has to be two uh, okay. yeah i was gonna say jason but i don't want to embarrass him you know <laughs> oh man you guys i have to say my 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 kids uh my daughter sandra and my son benjamin absolutely jason Number one person that we're grateful for? Yes. Um, my wife, Lisa. And then, you know, I make I can't I can't put one in front of the other, but my daughter, Brooklyn. And understood. One and the same. I'm I'm there with you on on both both answers, right there with you both. So um all right. Number one feature, Doug, in your car that you're most grateful for. <laughs> well, it's not working <laughs> right now, but the Bluetooth. I thought you were going to say a cigarette lighter. It's not working. I'm <laughs> no, like, your I, car I has a cigarette lighter? I don't know. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, um, yeah, it's not working right now. I got to get it fixed, but it's it's great having that all that hands-free stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very cool. Jason. <laughs> well, I only recently <laughs> discovered. About, actually, the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the airbag. Yeah. Very important uh, stuff, steering wheels. Yeah. I recently, recently discovered that, uh, I mean, I think a lot of SUVs have this now, but Doug and I actually played a gig um, during the quarantine outside in a park in my neighborhood, and we the power came from the back of my car. It has a little power outlet, back of my Forerunner, 
and powered my PA system and stuff. So that was that's pretty cool to know that. I was that pretty is, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah that is cool. Yeah. I'd have to it, say like, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Well, before I moved here, mine was the steering wheel warmer has a button that warms up your steering wheel. And, and I, I remember I, I, I owned the car for two years before I knew what that button was. And one day it was on and I'm like, man, my steering wheel is getting hot. It's kind of weird. And I looked and I saw the button on and I'm like, that's what that button is. You know, right? I have a button in my car. I have no idea what it does. I think it could be seat warmers, <laughs> but I haven't confirmed it. It's, it's, it's just this mystery button. The seat, yeah, warmers, but, the seat warmers are pretty cool in the wintertime. I got to say that. Well, and, and and the opposite, my, my car has a seat cooler that it actually blows air conditioning through your back, which in, in Raleigh is an amazing How is feature. How you don't have that, Jason? Well, a friend of mine on Facebook the other day posted, <laughs> why haven't they put those in couches yet? <laughs> they can put them in this is true this is true oh my gosh anyway the reason why i did this because i, I was reading you know I, I get a lot of these silly ideas when i when i read and i'm reading this stuff on gratitude and you know it talks about you know writing down five things that you're grateful for and reading it every day and it sets the tone for your day and there's so much truth to that and but they went deeper and they, they talk about, you know, gratitude is just, you know, it's automatic that we go to family, uh, our faith and our health. And, and these are the the simple things. But but this person went on to talk about, like, what about your refrigerator? Aren't you grateful that you're able to keep your food fresh? And they they went deep. And I'm like, wow, this person's like grateful for everything. So then I started thinking, like, what a great way to start the weekend of just putting the mind on gratitude as silly as it is. And, and we had fun with some of these answers, but it's so important to, you know, go on with our day and our weekend uh, with the, with the feeling of gratitude. So, so I wanted our viewers to kind of dial in on gratitude. Uh, I'm grateful for you two guys. And I, and I mean this sincerely, you've helped me out with this show right from the get go. You were one of my first musical guests on the show and and we never met face to face but i feel like i know you guys were following each other and yeah. you're in raleigh one of these days we'll get together for that cold beer and a cigar i'm really looking forward to it um, well one thing but, i wanted to say um real quick was i appreciate that and um one really awesome thing about playing music is the people that you meet through playing music um the, the example i'm going to give <clears throat> is keaton simons met that's right Ke met keaton in los angeles in 2011 and um you know quick quick friendship was made and uh, ne the next year uh keaton recommended me for pat mcgee's down the hatch festival and pat never you know never hearing of my music never seen meeting me live never seen me live um just said hey man you want to play my festival uh, any friend of keaton's is a friend of mine and doug and i eventually and the whole band went to every year we play this festival and down the hatch um, in, in the Outer Banks that Pat McGee puts on. It's where we met Gareth Asher and all these other great people. Um, yeah. It's it's just, it's all come, it comes full circle sometimes, you know. Keaton did that for me. And, you know, when you asked if you wanted, if I knew anybody for the show, the first three people that came to mind were people from down the hatch. And then all these other people like Matt O'Ree or uh, Matt Santry, these are people we met along the, along the way on tour. Or, yeah, it's also it's awesome. Just this is the this is what it's all about. It's just you mm -hmm. know this community of music and um, and people the, the people that you meet and the stories that you can tell after these years of playing music is awesome.
So. Absolutely. And, 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 and you, you said it perfectly. Um, all of those artists you mentioned have been on wake up to the vibe and, and I owe, I, I owe thanks to, to both of you really. Um, it, it's been a lot of fun. We, we've got some great plans going forward, but I, I got to tell you something. And, and this is kind of sidetracked from that though. This show has brought me not, not only gratitude, but it's, it's really weird. I started taking this chloro oxygen stuff which which was recommended by a guest I had on the show, Amy Guyette Hall. I was talking about how I was feeling and I was feeling hungover every day without drinking. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I'm talking months of feeling this way. I started thinking, do I have Lyme's disease? You know, what is wrong with me? And I started taking this chlorooxygen, they're little drops that you put in water. And it's just chlorophyll from a plant, right? It changed my life in a week. I mean, changed my life. Well, then I had this other issue that I was struggling with. And one of my listeners sent me a message and said, Hey, you might want to consider this stuff called monolaurin. Never heard of this stuff. They it's, it's in breast milk monolaurin. Okay. There's a, there's a medical term for what it is, but it's like an extract to take out of coconuts. Right. Again, changed my life like that particular issue that i was having has been cured i mean gone wow so so and both of those one came from a guest one came from a listener you know what i mean so so i when you look at that deeper level of gratitude of of things come from things people come from people and stuff we're all so blessed and so so lucky uh, to have this opportunity you see people what's going on in the world today and and I, we, I think sometimes people get so lost that they forget about the greatness, the greatness of America, the greatness of this country. Right. We're so lucky. We're still ahead mm-hmm. of other countries on how lucky we are. Even with this crap that's going on, we're still super lucky people. At least yeah, I, I saw, think so. I saw, um, I saw one of those, you know, on Facebook, you see thousands of memes every day, but one that's going around right now is stuff that you're grateful for or to be grateful for is, you know, roof over your head, clean water. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, et yeah, I just read that one just, this morning. Actually, so yeah, that's the, interesting. Yeah. yeah, the basic things in life. You know, we have basic it very, stuff. very good over some other people in the world. So, gotta be you sure do. That. Hey, you guys. You, yeah, you guys are great, man. Just real quick, Jason, tell us how we can get your music. It's at the Jason Adamo Band. The new CD is Looking Glass. That's what it. <laughs> that's what it looks like. That's that's this is the new record, folks. Check it out at jasonadamo.com. Pick up a t-shirt or a tank top while you're there. I have women's tank tops. I'm a salesman right now. Um, that's right. Yeah, man. I mean, we're really proud of this record. Thank we're God proud. we don't have boxers for sale. <laughs> why, that would be right your job. You'd to, be modeling to... those right now. <laughs> I got I got Doug, Doug Castine thongs on on pre-order. No, we uh, we're really proud of all the records we put out. But this one, you know, like Doug says, is a love letter to my family. It's really really. Uh, deep and meaningful for me, um, especially with the loss of my mom. And if you, I'm not sure if we talked about this on the last show, but these the eyes on the album cover that George Hodge um, beautifully designed. The eyes are based on my mom's eyes who passed away in oh. July July of last year. So oh wow wow. Yeah. So that, when he that... he came up with the artwork, um, the story the short story is my family and I started seeing a bunch of butterflies when my mom passed away. And he didn't know that. Uh, and he sent me like six different um, album cover ideas, one of which was something very similar to this. 
And I said, man, I love that. And I told him the story about seeing all these butterflies after she passed. I said, is there any way you can reshape the eyes to look like my mom's? And he said, just send me a couple of photographs of her. So any anybody who gets an album, like a physical copy of the album or a t-shirt, it's like my mom's eyes are going all over the country. My buddy just posted a picture of him wearing a, a shirt in California. It's awesome. That is That is such a great tribute to your mom too, man. Kudos yeah, thanks, to you. Man. That's Thank awesome. You. Awesome stuff. Hey, guys. You're waking up to the vibe. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I know you'll be back because you're regulars. We got you up nice and early. Doug's got his coffee. He's going to get another <laughs> cup. I know he is. Have yourself a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Be grateful. Let your light shine and pay it forward. Thanks for joining us today.